welcome to a Life Doctor Mental Fitness Podcast, helping you change your mind so you can change your life. Uh, welcome back to the Life Doctor Podcast. I am Paul Shepherd, and today I wanted to talk to you about how your chemistry needs you. Uh, I did a blog on this recently, and it focuses on acts of self-care. And I just want to define for a moment what an act of self-care is, and... The definition that I'm going to use is basically any activity that you intentionally do in order to take care of your mental, emotional or physical well-being. Something that nourishes you from the inside and out. Now, if you were to ask yourself, when was the last time I did an act of self-care? I'm hoping that for some of you, it was something recently. But quite a common response from my clients is, well, I used to. And then I might be given a list of things that they used to do, which helped them feel good. But for some reason, those activities became devalued and no longer acted upon. It really is, in my view, no coincidence that most of the clients that come to see me have began to for whatever reason, drop acts of self-care as a vital part of their daily rituals, their daily life. And in all honesty, we do live in a culture that really does push and add pressure to people to be as productive and to proudly wear this badge of honour that says, I'm really busy. When was the last time you heard someone say, quite proudly, do you know what, I've got nothing to do? That's seen as something to be ashamed of these days. And yet, in times gone by, having nothing to do was a sign of wealth. We've kind of swapped over, really. It's very odd. We push ourselves and push ourselves to be as busy as we can. And yet, is that making us any happier? Is it one of the reasons why my clients are burning themselves out and people are struggling more than they need to? One way we can help ourselves is to begin to balance out our lives with some really good acts of self-care. I love an act of self-care. In fact, I've built up a morning ritual based on that. I'm going to talk about that in a future podcast. But uh, the minute I get up, well, the minute I wake up, I'm not going to press that snooze button. That, for me, is an act of self-harm. It's like I'm telling my mind, I am not going to get up and enjoy this day. I'm going to try and stay where I am, hiding underneath the duvet. And that is not the way I want to start my day. I want to start it because I'm really looking forward to what's ahead. So getting up when I hear the alarm is really important to me. My acts from then on, in regarding to stretching, to what I eat... Um, to how I educate myself before I go to uh, an, an exercise class, which again, these are all acts for me, which are personal to me, of self-care, have a huge impact on how my day tends to turn out. I kind of feel satisfied with my day because those acts of self-care don't just stop in the morning. They happen within my breaks between clients They happen at lunch and they happen in the evening. 
I mean, I guess one of my main motivators for those acts of self-care is that I really do need to have energy, motivation, focus, clarity. I really enjoy feeling mindful. And all of that comes from the chemistry that I am boosting and working with through those acts of self-care. Just simple little things can make the biggest difference to giving yourself a mind, body and energy boost. From just taking a small break outside and getting some fresh air to eating a piece of fruit, which is good for you, that your body would respond to positively. I love being inspired with new content, so I'm always dipping in and out of resources like Blinkist or Audible or YouTube and just being inspired by other people and their teachings and sayings and things that would open up my mind and give me a new perspective. I find that incredibly rewarding and that's energising for my day. But we are all different. Different things spark that energy was inside of us. And what I want to do with this podcast is encourage you to begin to note what is an act of self-care for you. So let's begin to focus on creating a list. I'm going to give you some examples of some common acts of self-care. And I hope that inspires you to just begin to think about what it is that would do the same for you. So obviously we have healthier eating because that really does make a huge difference. And some of the diets my clients bring to me uh, are quite appalling. And no wonder they have little in the way of energy um, or clarity or focus if they're just living on ham sandwiches. So again, what could we do that would be a small step towards healthier eating? And um, if you make these steps quite small, and, they, and obviously they begin to build up, again, that has such a huge, huge impact, huge impact. Okay, so another one is swapping screen time for more quality time. Um, Obviously, exercise. Uh, Resting and recharging. That's one that really does trigger some guilt in some people. Um, They see that's quite indulgent. And we'll look at reasons why we don't do things in a moment. But reigniting your creative passions. Did you used to be musical, arty? Did you used to uh, create something? which no longer is acted upon because it somehow got devalued. Reaching out and connecting more with the people you love and feel good around. I mean, human connection is everything. And it's interesting how being so busy these days seems to isolate us. And that can have a huge impact on our mental health. That sounds an odd one, but it works for me. It's getting something done that weighs heavily on your mental load. So creating a small list of things which really do have to get done and finding a way to make some time to begin that process can make a huge difference to lifting that weight off your shoulders. One of my favourites to actually promote with clients especially is learning to change your inner criticism, which is natural, for something that's more encouraging, something that has much more in the way of positive reinforcement. Remember that we're negative creatures by default, really. Spent 650 million years trying to survive and not be eaten or killed by anything else. And 
now we're trying to demand positivity of ourselves, but our brains can adapt, our brains can change. And that's something that, when you make that a habit, can be a wonderful way to begin to work with life. Indulging in something that feels luxurious, whether it's like that hot bath and some lovely smelly candles, or a meal out, or something else, whatever it is that is luxurious to you. You're worth it, indulging it. And the last option I'm going to give is just simplifying and decluttering your life. I do really feel that if we uh, make our lives much simpler, there's much less of a mental load and we can relax a little bit more, which for our overburdened nervous systems is absolutely wonderful. So the list could go on. And of course, you've got to create a list that's personal to you. Um, I know that some of you may find that quite challenging. So if you do, it's a good idea to work with a coach or therapist just to get a good list going of acts of self-care you can begin to add to your daily life. But what can prevent us from those acts of self-care that we can get bogged down with, so bogged down with our day-to-day life that we forget to do them? Well, if they're not valuable enough, if we don't really see the true value in them, then we're not going to make them a priority. It's as simple as that, really. It's, I'd love to read more, but I'm too busy with my tax return or, again, answering work emails in the evening after work. Very odd. But people do get caught up in that because there's that pressure. I think the top reason, though, most of us don't actually sometimes indulge in acts of self-care is that we can feel guilty we're trying to conform to society's idea that we should just be productive and actual acts of self-care are just for lazy people, people who are not going to really get anywhere in life, um, which is, couldn't be further from the truth. And we'll go into the benefits of self-care in a bit. But feeling guilty is one of the things that gets mentioned the most. Um, they don't have enough time. I mean, that's obviously going to be very common as, again, productivity can just take over that priority can wipe out lots of reasons to do something for yourself. Um, Anxiety can stop us as well. Feeling anxious and just trying to deal with that can often lead to um, just retreating from acts of self-care, as can depression. Anger issues is another reason. That element of anger that brings up self-sabotage and that sort of sort of effort attitude where I'm just going to smoke and I'm just going to drink and I'm going to do drugs and I'm just going to not bother exercising today because I'm angry with the world. That has an effect. Um, This is quite a sad one, but some people really feel they don't deserve to actually act on uh, self-care and do something that's good for themselves. Um, So they don't. And if some of these seem familiar to you, then they're really worth addressing If you don't feel from this podcast that that you are managing to change or address some of these issues, then do either speak to me or, again, get a coach or therapist. It is life-changing and you really are worth it. Life's too short to be a worker bee, isn't it? Really? Is that what you really wanted to the end of your days? Can you imagine that? This is a horrible thing that I sometimes say, but it's actually got some good merit to it. It's imagine, you know, being a ghost at your funeral and we're sat there eating astral popcorn. And what wouldn't you want people to be saying about you? He was great at work, but he wasn't really that good anywhere else. He was always so busy, so we didn't really get to know him. What comments would really sting that suggested that you could have lived life slightly differently? 
I mean, I don't think many people on their deathbed sort of cry out and hold onto someone's arm and say, I really wish I worked harder. I really wish I'd been more productive. Human connection, being more ourselves, doing the things that we love, tend to be mentioned more by people as they get near towards the end of their lives than anything else. And we can learn from that and do something good with that. That's an element of wisdom that we have the ability to take upon ourselves and do something with. So why is it vital? Why is it vital to make acts of self-care become the new normal for you? The reason I do it in the morning, acts of self-care especially, is because I need to boost my brain chemistry, my body chemistry, in a way which will sustain me for my day. Uh, seeing six clients a day each day uh, requires a lot of energy, a lot of focus, and a lot of clarity. And I need my morning to set me up. Otherwise, I'll be tired and my clients won't get the best of me. And I want them to get the best of me so that they'll get the most from their sessions. So the way that I do that is through... Uh, boosting my endorphins, my serotonin, dopamine, and oxytocin. So without going into too much detail about your endorphins and neurochemistry, um, these are all vital for your moods, feeling good. Your energy, focus, clarity, and how connected you feel to the people around you depend on that chemistry. So, for example, uh, my exercise regime in the morning boosts my serotonin, boosts my dopamine. I'm connecting really lovely with my exercise family, my tribe. Actually, even completing one of my exercise classes, because they are quite hard, um, will boost my serotonin seriously, because it does feel like it's an achievement half the time. What I eat for breakfast, what I eat to fuel myself after my exercise... Um, it's absolutely vital in regards to helping my stomach produce serotonin, because that's where most of it is uh, created, and to make sure that my neurochemistry is effective at talking to my brain and doing its job. Otherwise, I would feel unfocused, my moods would be low, I would be feel, feeling de-energized, um, my mind would be jumping to catastrophic, negative conclusions a little bit too often. And thoughts can get a bit intrusive. I mean, that's no good for anyone, isn't it? Life's far too short for that. And yet the simplest of acts of self-care can begin to reverse that. And that's what I want you to take from this podcast, hopefully. And we can tell when we are not doing those acts of self-care because literally we begin to feel quite awful. So those feelings of uh, negative thoughts and feeling anxious are really good messengers that we need to change direction and do something different with our lives. So I'd like you, as an invite, to make a list of self-care activities that nourish you from the inside and out. And I want you to just go through that list, take your time, and work out what really does make you feel alive, what makes you feel well, what makes you feel good about yourself, just so that you can begin to change that chemistry to give you a different outlook on life. And again, if you're finding that difficult, explore it with someone like myself, a therapist or coach. Life's really too short not to. I'm going to keep saying that because each day that you don't do it, you're kind of missing out and that would be a shame. Also, 
do a list of the things you know are draining you. Wiping out your energy, stealing it from you, making, your, uh, making you feel anxious, making you feel stressed. Write that list. I mean, is it too much phone time? I notice if I'm looking at social media for a bit too long, um, I begin to feel a bit heavy. And I'm actually wondering, why am I doing this? It's very addictive. We all do it, but we can wake up and move our attention back to doing something that would be good for us. So remember, be a bit kind, be a bit compassionate to yourself. We all do these things. No one's perfect. It's just at times we could take a bit of better care. That's all. So compiling both lists will give you an idea of how you could be living your life quite differently. I think one of the strongest ones to focus on always is increasing your connection with the people around you. If there's something like anxiety, depression or anger isolating you in any way, then again, the world feels much darker than it needs to. So if that is something that's bothering you and you're struggling to reach out or open up or talk about how you're feeling, then please do reach out to someone. Please do reach out to someone like myself or a therapist or coach so you can begin to take those small steps in getting that changed. It's one of the most valuable things you could ever do, in my view. And clients who do that, honestly, I really do feel they are so courageous to come to a stranger like myself and begin to open up so they can be encouraged to do something different. That is an incredible act of self-care. Putting yourself in a position where you feel vulnerable. And remember, it's not courage if there's no vulnerability. And taking that step to finally getting help if you've never done that before. Please, 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 please do. Clients are often shocked at, yes, it can be difficult, but they're often shocked at how the smallest of things that they didn't even know or even think about has made the biggest difference to them. Now, I'm in the fortunate position of being able to see clients change on a day-to-day basis, watching their energy, focus, quality of life, resilience, self-esteem and confidence levels just rise because they are changing the way that they are managing themselves in their day. And it's through these sessions that I'm humbled, really humbled and reminded every day to make sure I'm doing the same. Because again, we can all become complacent and a little bit too busy. Um, And this podcast, you might notice, is a little bit different to my other ones. Um, There's no script. I'm not speaking from anything. That's unusual for me because I try and be a little bit organized and ordered. And I thought I'd have a bit of fun with this one. So I'm hoping you're enjoying it a little bit more than the others. Um, And I hope it inspires you to explore and action acts of self-care on a day-to-day basis with that intention to make it your regular routine. Put put lists up everywhere, reminding you, because we love a visual cue. Yeah, we love to be reminded to do something. I have lists everywhere. Uh, I'm not going to rely on my memory um, because I like to be focused on one thing at a time. So I don't want a mental load of having to try and remember things. I like a little list here and there. And sure enough, I get most things done. So adding some kindness and compassion to your day 
with these lists, I wonder what you will be doing. And I wonder how it will feel for you to get a little bit more of self-care in your life. So I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Uh, Your feedback has been stunning and I am very, very grateful. And one of the reasons why this podcast is slightly different today. So thank you so much. I look forward to speaking to you again soon and uh, please share and subscribe. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.